0: Welcome back to another episode of Reasons to be Happy, where the mission is to inspire joy, focus on the light, and get good at feeling good. I hope everyone's transition to autumn has been smooth. I always get a little in my feels around this time of year. I think just knowing that the days are going to get darker and the colder weather is coming. And I do like the feeling of being cozy and the holidays are a really cheerful time of year. So those are some things that I look forward to, but I just think that the shorter days and the you know decrease in daylight doesn't always suit me. But I have to keep calling my mind back to the gifts of the season and center around the present instead of worrying what's to come. So, something that I'm kind of continuing to work on this season. But anyway, I had wanted to record a part 2 of The Dating Chronicles. <laughs> because I've really been trying to embrace dating and maintain a healthy and positive outlook while navigating this area of my life. I also had wanted to kind of like put a pin in some of the stories from the previous episode. So I think the approach that I'm currently trying to take with dating is A, only going out with guys I'm attracted to and interested in. B, using my intuition and my gut to help me make decisions more. C, looking at effort and consistent communication as a prereq for even like considering dating someone. And D, having fun and just enjoying the moments and the conversations and experiences for what they are, as opposed to what that individual could be, like just focusing on reality over potential, facts over emotions. That's the mindset that I'm really trying to ground myself in. And I also realized that my first point of only going out with guys that I'm attracted to or interested in sounds kind of like a given or it, it should be, but it's weird because I haven't always done that. Like I'll sometimes go out with guys that I'm not really that initially attracted to and I'll kind of force things to develop or like, I'll say, Oh, well maybe, you know, he'll grow on me or maybe that will just blossom over time. And then it never really does. So I kind of do think that I need to get better at noticing that right away if that's lacking and kind of just like keep it moving. Okay. So that brings me to some of the updates on recent dates that I've been on. So the first Update is the reemergence of Austin. If you listen to the last episode, you'll get the whole story. But I had closed up that chapter basically and sent the last text, kind of just saying, like, you know, thank you, but this can't really go anywhere, something like that. I forget what I said. But a few days later, much to my surprise, he ended up reaching out to me again. And he texted me saying he was thinking about me and realized he could have been more communicative and asked, if I'd be open to going out with him again. And I was like kind of shocked that he reached out, but I was also, I respected it because that takes courage. But I was on the fence about how to respond. I was conflicted of whether I should give it another shot, like if it was worth it. And to be honest, I was like at that point pretty much over it. And I was just really at peace with how it had ended because it did have a a negative impact on my mental health that entire week. And um, I was kind of just like, I don't know, but I was also coming from this place of would I have regrets if I didn't at least give it a second try? And like I said, you know, I respected that he reached out again after I had kind of ended it. So I kept that in mind and that no one's perfect. So I ended up responding saying that, yeah, I'd be open to going out again. And he replied immediately and kind of like we picked up things again, a little bit back and forth. And he had asked me for sushi and drinks one night, um, that week after one of his night classes and ended up being kind of late for me, but I didn't want to come across too fussy about it. So anyway, we had a tentative date planned for that Wednesday. So that entire day, and even like the Tuesday night did not hear from him. And I was like, uh, okay, like what's happening here. And by 5 PM, I was like, all right, nope, this is not happening let it go. I was just really confused because I thought the whole point of him reaching out again was to be more communicative and consistent. So, then at 8:05, like the time that we were supposed to go out, he texted me, "How was your day?" And I saw that and I was like, "Oh my god, what is up with this man? Like, did he not remember that we had a date planned? Is he playing dumb?" what is going on here? So I didn't reply because I honestly just didn't really know what to say. I was pretty annoyed and just disappointed that it went this way again. And I was just interested in the whole thing. I was like, oh, this is just so odd. And then he sent another message the next night being like, hello. <laughs> um, and so finally I just sent him a text saying like, hey, Austin, I realize this isn't going to work out. Best of luck he immediately replied, LOL, you too, haha, which just such a bizarre and immature way to respond to that. But I mean, like no acknowledgement about his lack of communication. Once again, no apology about dropping the bag of like not communicating or confirming a date that we had had. It was just like, not that considerate. And I just think it's kind of disrespectful to ask for a date set up a time and then just not say anything or confirm until said date you know and like if someone doesn't want to go out again then just say that like hey it's not gonna I can't do it tonight or whatever the reason is but luckily I didn't get ready to go or anything and I'm just I'm thankful that he ended up showing me yet again exactly who he is and his intention so I could know for certain that he is not on the same page as me I do not know what he's looking for my theory is He's looking for something casual because he didn't put in any energy really in developing something of substance, but I can't overanalyze it nor is it worth my time. So that was the end of Austin. So in other news, I went out with a different guy a couple weeks ago. We can call him the pilot. He was really nice. He was the one that had come down from Rhode Island to take me out to dinner. And then we had a couple of phone calls and he invited me to Newport for a day and we had a really nice time. He's a military pilot and had a lot of really great qualities, but the drive to Newport from Boston is over an hour. And while it was nice for like a weekend, it would probably be difficult during the week. We're both super busy. Um, so it'd be hard to make time for each other to, you know, to get together. And then this was the real deal breaker. He's moving to Asia for two years to be based on a ship over there. So after the Newport date, I kind of had to like sit with that fact and realize that this can't really go anywhere if my goal is to ultimately build a relationship with someone who, you know, lives here and is more geographically desirable. So as nice as those two dates were with the pilot, it didn't have any serious potential and it was hard for me to get excited about something that already felt kind of like it had an expiration date, if that makes sense. So I communicated that to him and he completely agreed. He said that he wished he lived closer and that him moving across the world for two years is, you know, would definitely be a factor to think about. So we kind of just like mutually agreed to, you know, end it, but it was all like on a positive note, all good. So then last week I went out with another guy, let's call him Bert. <laughs> Uh, these names, anyway. So we went out to dinner and drinks in my neighborhood. Um, also, super nice guy, really open and conversational, and great listener. He is recently divorced and he has a kid, and he was really upfront about that. Honestly, he's a great person, smart, and um, just like really, you know, I feel like emotionally engaged. He also got really candid about his marriage, which was pretty interesting to hear about, and. Also gave me some cause for pause about kind of like picking the right person to get married to and the importance of listening to your inner voice as well as your family when making that decision. So we had like a really um, honest conversation about that. And as much as the conversation was engaging and he does seem like really evolved, I don't think he's the person for me. So I'm just kind of letting my intuition guide me on that one so that's Bert. And then more recently, yesterday, I went on a walk and a coffee date with someone new. It was a really great date, actually, and we had good conversation. He seems really genuine and open. We had a lot of common interests and stuff like that, so I feel like there's potential there. So we're going to kind of see how that one develops. But yeah, that's kind of what this month has brought in terms of dating. But this is the thing. I'm trying to not overly focus on dating or put too much pressure on it and kind of just like let things flow the way that they're supposed to. But I also know that dating does take a certain amount of attention and energy to actually, you know, have things go anywhere. So it's a balance as is everything in life. And also going forward, I do have some fun collab episodes coming up, not necessarily related to dating. It'll be good to kind of like mix things up. I do want to wrap up with some of my ongoing lessons that I'm taking with me as I continue in this dating space. So lesson number one is that dating slash relationships, we'll kind of just like bunch that together. It's just one piece of the wheel of life, like the pie chart of life. There are so many other parts in my wheel of life that are equally as important, like family and friends. Career, creativity, health, finances, fun and recreation, and then personal growth and self development. So, as long as I feel like each part of my life is getting somewhat equal levels of attention, and it won't always be perfectly equal at any given point, it will fluctuate. But as long as, like, generally every area of my life is being attended to, then I feel like, you know, dating and developing a romantic relationship can be a healthy part of life because ultimately it is a goal for me. So I want to make sure that I'm prioritizing it in a way that feels manageable, but also fun, lighthearted, exciting, all that stuff. My second realization I'm having is that things are not going to feel confusing or difficult with the right person. And I think I've known that for a while, but my situation with Austin reinforced that for me. Just how he was flaky and saying one thing but doing another should have been all the information that I needed. And luckily it didn't go on too long, but in hindsight, I wish he hadn't reached out for the second time because, I don't know, kind of just like prolonged that a little bit longer than it should have. But maybe it was good that it did happen that way because it showed me that this situation wasn't worth thinking about and it allowed me to fully shut the Austin door with certainty. Because I did kind of have that like, ooh, this is like such a rare connection type of feeling with him. But his second reemergence kind of just like was the nail in the coffin. So um, anyway, the takeaway is that any sort of confusion or erratic communication or even just like me having to kind of overthink or overexplain things, all of that just feels really... Heavy and complicated, and it's like also just like annoying at the end of the day. It really shouldn't be that way when you're getting to know somebody new. And as I said in my previous episode, he actually did kind of like make my mental health suffer, which you know, never okay. Like when dating, people shouldn't feel irritated or like let down when seeing someone new. And especially if you communicate that and it still persists, then it's time to really just like remove yourself from that situation and clear up space for something more authentic to come in and i think we as women try to come from this place of understanding and we can be quite forgiving but i'm internalizing more and more that sometimes that just does not serve me in doing that i'm essentially giving my power away and putting someone else's needs before my own so i'm going to do a better job at like honoring my own feelings and recognizing that they're there for a reason they're there to give me more intel into my experiences in life and that i'm really going to try to listen and process those emotions and intuitive voices more okay number three my last learning that i have recently thought about more is just related to attachment styles and how i'm kind of trying to figure out how my attachment style affects dating and it's interesting because with austin for example my anxious attachment came out loud and clear, and I think that was because he wasn't available to date me on an emotional and even literal level. But with other guys that I've dated in the past, when they are responsive and predictable and I know exactly where they stand, I'm pretty much unfazed by the connection itself, by the communication. I'm much more secure. That was because those guys were relationally safe and they were upfront with me about their feelings. So I think that what it really boils down to is self-trust. Can I trust my fear or my worry or anxiety and how I'm feeling as it relates to what I'm picking up on from another person? And can I believe this feeling and identify it as normal and valid? And can I communicate this worry and is it received in a safe, responsive way? So I think attachment styles are really interesting to think about and it's cool how so many people now know about it, but I also think that it has the capacity to kind of like turn into this obsession and investing into this belief that once we're secure, we're free of relationship stress. Like relationships by nature are insecure, they are uncertain. It's two people, and when there's someone else involved, it won't be a hundred percent certain and secure. So that's just the reality. My thought then is that attachment styles or like how we attach to another person or show up in relationships isn't all that there is to the story. We can learn and grow through our thoughts and our anxieties in a relationship, but it doesn't need to be this huge issue that holds us back from attaching to someone in a healthier, safer way. Not sure if any of that makes sense. Hopefully I conveyed that. Um, in a way that's somewhat clear, but yeah, it's just something that I'm starting to kind of like think about more um, and realize that I can't really put so much stock on that one thing that like the attachment styles, which comes up a lot in the dating and relationship space. Anyway, that's all I have for today. I'll round out the episode with my two reasons to be happy. My first reason is that September was a complete whirlwind of a month. And I don't think it was necessarily a bad month. There were actually a lot of really nice moments. And overall, I think I had a successful start to the school year and things are pretty good, but I'm also glad in a way that we've entered a new month. (laughs) I have some fun things planned for October and I'm looking forward to the foliage changing and spooky season and just things feeling a little bit more settled, hopefully. My second reason to be happy is that I've recently started getting back into running. I got these new pair of Enclave sneakers, and they've put a little extra pep in my step. (laughs) I used to be really big into running and run pretty much every day, and I would train for half marathons, but in the past couple of years, I got more into walking. I don't know if that was just like a COVID thing, but yeah, like, and then running just kind of felt like this chore that I started to dread, but recently I realized how much I missed running and like the endorphins and the sense of accomplishment that comes with it, so... I'm gradually getting back on my running game. Oh, I also wanted to share that I have some upcoming collab episodes. Stay tuned for more, but it's really exciting when I have guests on to share about their areas of expertise and have these dialogues, and I'm really looking forward to that. If you enjoyed this episode, please share with someone. I would really appreciate the support of the podcast. You can also rate it on Spotify or add a quick review on Apple Podcasts. Please also subscribe to the channel so that you can get updates when I publish a new episode. Feel free to find me on Instagram at reasons to be happy, the podcast, give me a follow there. Would love to connect, but yeah, thanks so much for listening and happy Libra season. Have a fantastic week. Bye.